there if you're listening. This might be a flashback depending on how our recording schedule goes, uh, but we'll see. So Fergus has been working on his psychic skills, his telepathy and everything and refining it and um, figuring out how others, psychic species, how their um, brain system works. And this is going to be a a pause in the timeline. Um, I think it's going to happen before the events of the, the live session that, that we're getting ready to record. Because this is going to be moving at the, the speed of thought. And, uh, you know, again, time and thought and movement and everything. It's, Fergus is learning that it's all kind of related in, in one fashion or another. And a lot of it has to do with perception. Uh, a lot of the psychic species... Uh, that you're, you're you're still not able to recruit anybody, but you do get a few volunteers that uh, either volunteer to come like help you through ruse conjoling or um, to test you or or something in, in some way help facilitate Fergus's growth psychically. And you, one day you talk to Rue and you ask him to keep guard and he says yes. And I think this initial recording is going to be somewhat short because uh, I, I kind of want to see how you respond uh, before I get too in-depth into it um, to make sure that I I read you and Fergus correctly on this endeavor. Uh, So your response back could could be short or or long, um, but I'll leave that to you. So Fergus focuses inwardly, which I think he's used to, to a certain extent. I think he's a fairly introspective personality, if not always honest with himself. And I think that's Fergus's, has been Fergus's problem. Uh, Fergus is used to putting up walls, deflecting. What's the phrase that I'm looking for? Uh, Deflecting and redirecting and, as intelligent as he is, um, maybe he's not the wisest individual. You know, he's got a, a will of iron, but um, he's not willing to take a subjective, or he's not willing to take an objective look at himself. And that's that's been his biggest hang-up, And you try to focus and go into yourself and you wait and nothing happens. And it 
You wait some more, and still nothing happens. And you wait, you don't know how long. But finally, it's not like traveling to the astral space or when you control others. It's a, it's a lot more subtle. All of a sudden it feels like you're sitting on something. Which is kind of an odd sensation at this point in your life. And you open your eyes and three individuals stand in front of you. And real quick, this is also you trying to remember things about Horatio. Like this is all kind of rolled into one. This is Fergus looking into his mind and his medium, but this is kind of a part of it. Like trying to access yourself is having to be quote unquote honest with yourself to a certain extent, uh, at least to depending on how deep Fergus wants to go. But standing in front of you are three individuals, and they're all Fergus. The Fergus on the left looks droopy. Um, everyone's in the, the puppeteer, your original puppeteer get up, kind of how Fergus imagines himself, what kind of how he displays his... Uh, psychic projection and all of them have minus the mask except it's hanging on you know the the fergus on the left has it hanging on their belt and the one in the middle has it hanging down around their neck and the one on the right has it kind of cocked uh, on the side of their head up towards the top kind of like how you see uh, kitsune mask and uh, japanese mythology and anime and stuff like that. And the Fergus on the left looks kind of droopy and a little little gray in color, uh, like their saturation level has been taken down like you can do digitally. They're just not quite as sharp and crisp as the other and kind of staring at their feet and have this morose look on their face. And the middle Fergus standing kind of pretty straight, shoulders squared, confident look on their face, but just neutral expression, not much anything. And the one on the right is just this kind of vivid, sharp, energetic, like they're moving back and forth from foot to foot. And it almost seems like their clothes are not really being blown by a wind, but some type of energy or something is like causing their clothes to, to float and to undulate and everything. And the hair is also like it's if it was wind, it, it would be like a wind tunnel instead of a, any particular direction because it's just kind of going everywhere. And they have a just this grin on their face and this look in their eyes, um, this burning 
you know, fire in their eyes. And I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna leave it there and let you kind of sort out who you want to, who you want to talk to and how you want to approach this. But, um, even with events that are going to happen after this, this is, I think this is going to be, we're going to zoom real close on this. Um, and this is a, a small little micro arc that I'm calling a Fergus in three parts. Really like that subtitle, a Fergus in three parts. I'll keep this short as well. The Fergus who watches, the Fergus who is, who is there seeing these three versions of himself. Uh, I'll I'll call him the Querent, the one who asks the question. That's some that's some tarot card shit, y'all. If you ever do a tarot reading, you're the Querent. You're querying. You're asking the question. Um. Anyway, the the Fergus who is the Querent focuses on the the middle Fergus for a moment and almost speaks. But then he thinks, no, I gotta I gotta see who is reliable. I gotta see whose judgment I can trust. So he says I have three questions. I would like each of you to answer honestly. The first question when did we know we were different? The second. Where are we now and how did we get there? The third. What must be done? So he's just going to let those questions hang there. And he's going to take in the answers. And he's going to use that to evaluate which of these three he really is going to believe. And once he makes a decision on that, he's going to start asking questions about Horatio wants to see which one has the more reliable grasp of historical facts. So bear with me as I do my uh, different modes of Fergus impersonations. I hope they're bearable. And I think I'm going to handle each. You ask each question. Fergus asks each question and they answer uh, in progressive order with what we're going to call uh, Gray Fergus, which is the, the one that's kind of desaturated, a, a little uh, gloomy, uh, what we're going to call uh, the moderator, which is the, the middle uh, Fergus that looks very neutral. And then uh, what we're going to call, oh, what was the name I had? Uh, We'll just call him Sharp, the, the last one, the one that, that is very saturated in color and very energetic and everything. So we've got Gray, Moderator, and Sharp. So you ask, when did we know we were different in Gray? We were always different. We were always outcasts and always just looked over and past 
we knew since we could first tell. Moderator says, Your question is flawed. Do we mean different as in meta? Do we mean different as in humanity? Do we mean different as in socially? Specificity would behoove you, but there was always a difference, I believe. No matter how small, we occasionally found camaraderie, but it never lasted. I hope this answers is satisfactory. And then Sharp looks and different? Different? I don't think we've ever been different. We've always been better. Yes, we've... <laughs> it's... We're only considered different when held up to the standard, and we've always been above the standard, haven't we? And oh, where are we now, and how did we get here? Graces, we are imprisoned. We are held against our will. And we got here through no want or desire of our own. As always, we are held to the standards of others. We are and entrapped all for the sake of others. Moderator says, Again, we are in the realm of future. We are. We were brought here by the history of you escaping present and being brought into that realm, and so on and so forth. A continuous chain of events. And as to where are we now, we are inside our own minds, where you are seeking to find truth. Is this not correct? Why do you ask this question? And Sharp says, We are suppressed, we are ruined, we are, uh, we are holding ourselves back. And we got here because you, this facade of who you are, is cowardly, is afraid of their own self. You're afraid. And what must be done? Gray. We must shoulder the burden that we've always shouldered. We must continue to bear and grimace and 
continue and to suffer. We must continue to. We must continue. Moderator. We have a myriad of options as to what can be done. What must be done is there's nothing that must be done, but we feel that we must be able to make our own decisions. That is what we must do. Sharp. We must, <laughs> we must get rid of future. We must get rid of Horatio. We must get rid of any obstacle that stands in our way. That is what must be done. We must get out of our own way. So what needs to be done can be done. I'll let you base your next set of questions and who you want to uh, put them to. Fergus's mental projection meets the, the steady gaze of the moderator. And without saying anything, his left hand comes up as if he's working the strings of an old-fashioned puppet, puppet, as if working the strings of an old-fashioned puppet, and turns Gray Fergus around and walks him away. It's almost laughably easy. There's no resistance. On the other hand, literally, haha, dad pun, when he raises his right, it's a struggle to take control of Sharp. It's a struggle. Instead of manipulating him with strings, Fergus just gives a sharp... Fergus just gives Sharp a telekinetic push, just like flat palm, just like a shove. Pushes him away. looks at the moderator. Thank you for that very reasonable uh, advice. Or uh, very reasonable answers. I... The others made interesting points, though, uh, as regards our unfortunate son. Horatio, he, he didn't... When we first met, he he didn't want to exist, and, and now uh, it's hard to tell. It seems as if he clings to the power he has here, the, the power that the future gives him. But I don't think he's changed that much. I think deep down he still wishes he didn't... And I wish he didn't either. I don't want to kill him. 
but he seems like a mistake that wants correcting. What else do we have about him? Everything there is jumbled, the time travel nonsense, and all those old Chicago feelings. A lot of strange things were happening around that time. Do you... I need clear records. You seem like you'd have them. 